Hey, family, and welcome to another great episode of Transformed and Renewed. Listen, if this is your first time, make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Follow us. Make sure you drop a comment to this recording or video if you're watching, and we would really appreciate this. So we're going to jump right into it, and we're going to discuss our foods, good or bad. And when we really think about this concept, I'm sure you may have seen news or even media and at one point in time, you've seen where it could have been, for example, an outbreak where it came to romaine lettuce or just tomatoes, just as examples. And when you think about this, it could be demonized, those particular food products. And you may look at them like, what should I really eat? Are those like bad, like getting tomatoes from this particular supermarket or just getting tomatoes in general? I'm just going to avoid those for couple of months because I don't want to get sick and not realizing that that could apply to any type of food product, not only produce, but also processed foods. And so I'm usually the type of person where I don't like to necessarily say what is good and bad because I know as oddly as it seems is that, for example, I know that Coke has had a bad rep in terms of some of the ingredients but i know for myself i really don't care for coke just because of the nutrition as well as i just don't really like sodas typically i'm just a water type person where i drink a lot of water as well as occasionally tea and tea can be very good getting more of the herbal teas those i like but for another person who may drink coke they may not have had any issues they could have been drinking coke for 10 plus years and I have had any issues and so I know for different people you may see different influencers who may say you shouldn't eat this you should eat that and I would just tell you that it varies because well one influencer says you shouldn't eat you should eat another influencer may say well I really don't eat this but I eat that and I would tell you at least from just me seeing so many different perspectives it can get very confusing, especially if you don't really understand where to start it. And so hopefully this can give you some insight what we're going to cover. And that will also help you in terms of making wise food choices. So the first way I usually like to look at this, or I guess I think it was like first, but I just like to look at this in terms of nutrition. When I'm looking at foods, wet foods are going to be more nutritional as well as have health benefits that I can actually work with or actually work with me. So for example, there are foods that I know that can serve a role in terms of being anti-cancerous, which means that if I have cells in my body, and this could, may not necessarily come from eating foods that are not healthy, but I want you to realize that when you are in the environment, there are so many airborne contaminants that you may not realize that you're breathing in, they make contact with your skin, or that are even on your hair follicles. So sometimes we don't realize that though we can't see it, it doesn't mean that we don't have a lot of this matter that is attached to us. So what do we do? Especially if you say, you know what, I did take a shower and I scrubbed real hard, you know, used a lot of good soaps and even some hot water, but these contaminants are still on me what do i do and that is where 
sometimes when you have a lot of those particulates or particles that get inside of your bloodstream, you may not realize, okay, the longevity that they can play inside of your body. And so consuming foods, as we get back to it, that are anti-cancerous because some of these contaminants can cause cancer or they can alter your genome or your DNA. And we also know that whenever there are changes in the DNA or our genome, that can cause cancer. And we know this because of a video I did a while back. I think it was on some, <clears throat> it may have been cabbage and sweet potatoes. That may have been the one where we went a little deeper in terms of anti-cancer, a lot of the compounds. And that was an example of that is where a lot of the phytochemicals in those foods come into play as you consume them or those phytochemicals they can pretty much serve the role of defeating a lot of that anti-cancer activity inside of your body that you may not even be aware of and so that is typically how i like to approach consuming different foods and so and, and once i understand what i need and also you know the different types of health benefits I then look at, okay, what are these foods? And then I'm also thinking about, okay, how can we really make this meal enjoyable, but also retaining the nutrients, okay? And I know that for everyone, this is not the mentality or the approach because again, you can have the information, but it is a matter of understanding, okay, how do I really apply this? Like today when I may be hungry and my body may be telling me, yes, let's get this double cheeseburger that I saw on a, on a commercial or let's get this pizza that, you know, is very inexpensive and I can get pretty much unlimited toppings. Am I really going to get what I need? And so when we really think about what is good and what's bad, I like to focus on what is going to be more nutritious and also supporting your body's processes versus those foods that basically have a low nutritional profile which means that you're really not in a plus on a beneficial scale if you were to consume it you could more so be feeling slightly cranky you could be feeling slightly groggy or even slowful in terms of your movements after you eat that or even if you consume it over time you may just notice or you may not notice but other people will notice a slowness when it comes to your movements and sometimes it's hard to really see that especially when you think that everything is okay but i will say that when it comes to different foods and i will say those foods that may not have a high nutritional profile some people may look at them as bad i would just say i know for each person different individuals you just have a weakness when it comes to certain foods so i understand and not to say that I'm giving the pass, but I'm just saying I do understand. And I also think that it's important that you really make that final decision based on your lifestyle as well as your health, okay? Because I can't make that decision for you, but this information I'm sharing with you can give you some better guidance, okay? So when it comes to you picking out your next meal, ask yourself is this really high-end nutrition in terms of vitamins or even minerals what about fiber um, or even protein am i getting some good carbs is there a a decent carb to fiber ratio 
And with the carb to fiber, I like to look at this sometimes. So if a food product has, let's say, 30 grams of carbs and the fiber content is like five grams, or even it could be uh, 10 grams of fiber, that to me is a product that is worth eating because number one, it lets me know that a, out of a lot of the carbs that I'm consuming, a uh, portion of that, <clears throat> about 33% out of 10 out of the 30 grams, about 33% of math is correct, is not only going to go into my bloodstream, but that's actually going to be broken down to where it's going to be excreted, okay? And so when we really think about that, some of these are things that can help when it comes to knowing what foods are going to be better for you and what foods that I need to just not include in my typical diet or even on a daily basis. Again, sometimes a person may say, you know what, I like this food so much, but I do want to, to try to have a schedule to where if I do say, you know, I really want to consume this, I want to treat this more of as a treat. So I may, every two weeks, I may get this particular item and it could be over time where you say, you know what, I used to do this two times or like twice a month, but I don't even do it that often. It could be a point to where you don't really have to eat certain foods, especially if they're not providing you with nutrition or even health benefits for you. And so, again, this is just how I like to approach it. I like to really understand, okay, you know, usually with foods that I incorporate in my diet, I'm, I'm typically buying some of the same foods because I know that these are going to be nutritionally beneficial for me, you know, especially when it comes to produce like broccoli, cabbage, kale, spinach, and when we get into whole grains like whole grain pastas, you know, brown rice, or even different types of meats, lean meats, even uh, organic tofu, especially the extra firm because it's a lot of tofu out there, but I usually like to get the extra firm just as a side note. And so when it comes down to a lot of these foods, I usually like to make a conscious effort as well as a decision in terms of, okay, if I, if I do get this, you know, how can I really maximize not only my nutritional intake, but as well as, you know, portion sizes and as well as how can I make this as healthy as possible meaning that I'm getting retaining the nutrients and I'm getting the benefits of it, but I'm also not compromising when it comes to just getting other things such as, you know, having a lot of high fat or high saturated fat or even, you know, high sodium. And so even with that comes the factor of exercise, okay? But just for the purpose of this, you know, when it comes down to what's good and what's bad, of course, we know, and you can even see herbs and spices, that is a start, you know, especially when it comes down to what is good, what is bad. And I know not everybody's able to eat different foods, um, especially herbs and spices that can be quite potent, but there is something out of one of these that you can eat. And so I would encourage you when it comes down to this, you know, really try to get more of produce, fruits, um, and vegetables into your diet, whole grains, because again, these are going to be foods that are going to be nutritionally beneficial for you. And so again, that is how I like to approach this question of are foods good or bad? I would say, of course,
course, there are some that may not be as beneficial. But again, if a person eats something that I may not eat, but for somehow it helps them um, to continue to live, hey, that could be a plus for them. And so it just depends. But when it comes down to nutrition, I like to just focus on those foods that are going to be beneficial for me. Okay. So if you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that like button. Don't, don't be shy with it. Make sure you hit it. And also make sure you drop a comment because we do appreciate your feedback. And if you haven't, make sure you also follow us on fountain.fm, I believe. And this is also a way that you can earn some crypto. If you're into cryptocurrency, you can earn some Satoshis. And this is also a way that you can even support us, you know, as we build our channel there. And also make sure you support us on all the social media that you're on. Now, as we release more videos, higher quality videos, and videos that you find relevant and helpful, make sure you also share your feedback. And you can do that by just dropping a comment here, or you can go to our website at roadbody.org, and you can leave a comment. Let us know what you think of the transformed and renewed sessions, because we do appreciate your feedback. And once you submit that, we would definitely uh, take in your feedback seriously and we will also incorporate into our upcoming videos and so be sure that you do that because a lot of these videos they can only be done by your feedback and so we hope that you enjoy it and we also hope that you enjoy the rest of your day wherever you are and i hope that you enjoy this content